Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, everyone. This is a podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. In this podcast, we're seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. My guest this week was Ed Aller from Ed Aller Designs. Ed is a fellow food photographer in the area and one of the people whose work we really admire. I was super excited that he could take the time to come over and chat with me, and so I hope you enjoy my interview with Ed. Thanks for listening, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for coming over. Of course. Um, Ed, what is it you do in town? Um, I represent um, local businesses mm-hmm. uh, through digital marketing. I do that exclusively with my own photography, graphic design. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a pretty pictures, graphics, and uh, marketing guy. And it is just you and it your is. company? And what's the name of the company? Oh, it's Ed Aller Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, the website's allornothing.com. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's uh, taken from my last name, Aller. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been a one-man operation for uh, you know the last couple of years, and it's you know it, it's worked well. I mean, I'm I'm running into little problems with uh, I have to be on top of my uh, my time management. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean it's 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 all me. I'm the graphic designer, photographer, marketer, boss, <laughs> all yeah. that good stuff. Boss of yourself. So yeah, I I'm, I'm definitely I, like I said, time management has to be has to be on point. Um, fortunately enough, I have some clients that uh, you know can really. Uh, Give me the professional courtesy to, to to be on top of you know time management as far as you know scheduling things such as photo shoots and meetings and stuff like that because mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to cram a lot in each and every day what did you bring for me to drink what did you bring for both of us to drink you, you said you just came from one of your clients yeah i stopped over edibles and essentials um you know a great little artisan market and cafe yeah it is um incredible food which yes. you know you guys know um but you know it's great that you can just roll in there and uh Grab a couple beers, you know, grab bottles of wine. So I grabbed a couple tasty, uh, you know, St. Louis options with the Forehand Citywide and the Schlafly Summer Ale. Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Of course. Cheers. There you go. Yeah. How long have you been into the photography, the business photography for? Well, I've been um, I've been doing it exclusively uh, for the last uh, year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd always done... Um, branding and graphic design prior, you know, just because I'd, uh, I'd been working in the, uh, the restaurant and, and bar scene here in St. Louis for the last uh, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And it kind of started off with me just doing, um, little graphic design projects, uh, menu template here, uh, poster, um, you know, uh, ad print ad for, you know, sauce, RFT feast here and there. And then, uh, eventually as I kind of started phasing myself out of the whole front of house, you know, management and bartending and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, yeah, I realized that there was a market for me to just really just kind of give back to the industry by showcasing, uh, you know, the great things that are happening behind bars and uh, mm-hmm. behind kitchen doors just through um, photography. And that's that's really my, my main my main focus is mm-hmm. is those two things, is showcasing the great things that are happening in St. Louis um, and the culinary, again, and the tastemaker scene. And also just um, just doing it well, just doing it with, with an emphasis on, on premium photographic content, mm-hmm. you know, just... Uh, you know, it just, it's, it's just really derived from just knowing these great chefs and working with them for so long and, and knowing their passion, their creativity, and just, you know, when I see their, their passion being, you know, represented by a blurry iPhone picture, it just, 
it, it kind of breaks my heart it's a little bit. I, I die a little bit every inside. <laughs> I die a little bit inside every time I see uh, a blurry photo. Yeah. That, like I said, is is representing a chef who who's making great money and who has you know a great reputation. It's just that's where I step in. So mm-hmm. well, your photos are beautiful. Well, thank I mean, you. We, I think we first uh, saw you on Instagram. I don't know how long it is that we've been following you. But yeah, we've wanted to meet you for a long time, so this is cool. Well, I appreciate it. It's, yeah. It's, you know, and, and like I said, you know, I'm I'm always down to talk shop. I'm always uh I'm always available for the most part. Good deal. <laughs> awesome. So, what you worked in the industry previously? Correct, correct. Yeah. What were you doing? Oh, uh, you know, a lot of you know, I, I started out serving, bartending, mm-hmm. and then you know, eventually I started you know training front of house staffs mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, that worked, worked my way into, you know, management and, you know, and, and a lot of that, you know, a lot of that experience really just kind of translates into what I do now, which is why, uh, you know, I definitely had, you know, getting started, I definitely had a little bit of an edge over most photographers and designers because of my experience, you know, working within the industry. And, you know, I, I feel that we, that I, and we all are, are very fortunate enough to live in a, a great town where word of mouth can really carry a long way. I mean, really, it was just a, a basis of once you have a good reputation, having a good work ethic and being professional, you know, you can find good work, you know, and uh, once I started to be able to uh, combine the creative aspect of all that, um, you know, I just started getting messages and phone calls, you know, like it started out, I, I rebranded uh, the Shaved Duck about four years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, logo, menu design, a lot of the artwork that hangs on their walls and, uh, you know, once they blew up, you know, once people heard that yellow stuff for the Shaved Duck, that's when people really started calling and then, you know, my next big branding project was Atomic Cowboy. I did all their branding and uh, marketing for the last two years. Okay. And so that also kind of paved the way, you know, for me to get all these other, uh, these great clients. Mm-hmm. Nice. What yeah. sort of person do you think hires you? Like, what, what do they see? What's your artistic point of view? Well, I'd like to think the art speaks for itself. You know, people want the strong visuals because, mm-hmm. you know, that, again, that's the foundation of my marketing. But again, I think a lot of it is the reputation. I think, you know, the number one thing that's going to separate me from, you know, any, uh, any agency primarily, um, aside from my experience is going to be the fact that I don't, I don't charge any kind of, I don't, I don't require any kind of contract. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my clients can cut me off whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that none of them cut me off in, in a year and a half, two years, uh, time, I mean, I think speaks volumes. There's a, there's a sense of loyalty mm-hmm. there. You know, my loyalty to the industry, my loyalty to the city of St. Louis, I think it, uh, you know, it speaks volumes and it's certainly afforded me, you know, a lot of the, a lot of success thus far. Have you done art your entire life? You know, I have. Um, not photography though. My yeah. my background was actually illustration, mm. and then um, design. My background was actually um, like I said, I started off in illustration, mm-hmm. briefly got into graphic design, and then got into tattoo art. Um, I did a, I did a brief apprenticeship for tattooing, and that's really all I cared about in my early twenties was mm-hmm. uh, was you know designing tattoos and then doing tattoos, and then I kind of saw everything going digital, and so uh, mm-hmm. you know I kind of assessed my time and just really didn't see myself doing tattoos, uh, you know, long term. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as creatively stimulating as I would have hoped it to be. Um, you know, still support the industry. I got a, a bunch of great friends that do it and they're doing incredible things. You know, I'm, I'm definitely still a fan of getting tattooed. I'm just not a big fan of actually being up in someone's armpit doing them. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I really, like I said, I recognize the, you know, the time's changing. So, you know, I just, uh, I, pu- I pulled a couple of favors from friends that were doing graphic design. Uh, one of my close friends, uh, Josh Rowan, who does all the graphic design for Forehands, um, he showed me a couple things on Photoshop way back in the day. This would have been like 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the basis. It was me just, you know, learning those, those few little tricks on Photoshop. And then from there, it was really just utilizing the resources that we have in front of us, you know, YouTube tutorials, all that stuff. There's endless resources. 
And then once I, uh, you know, kind of got into graphic design, I realized that, uh, you know, if I was going to really make a crack at, you know, really representing small brands, businesses, that um, I would need a photographer. And so, uh, you know, I figured why not be the photographer myself as well. So I uh, bought an entry-level DSLR, shot the heck out of it for the first couple of years. Again, endless information online, pull up tutorials, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. And then, um, yeah, I just... Uh, Shot with that camera for a couple of years, bought the next level up camera, shot with it for about two years, constantly researching. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning, you know, I'm still constantly sure. researching. Yeah. Yeah, you know, worked my way up the Nikon ladder, and, you know, next thing you know, I just, uh, like I said, I've been doing this full time for a year and a half now. So a lot of people are surprised to hear that, you know, I, I, I don't have a, you know, a high school, or excuse me, a, a college education based in photography or design. Yeah. But, uh, but really, again, it was just me utilizing the day and age we live in, you know, the information that's out there. Um, because there's no way people would pay me what they what they do now ten years ago because yeah. it just it wasn't you know digital marketing just was not you know the uh, you know it was not the basis of everything like it is now. Yeah. What um, equipment do you use now? Um, I exclusively shoot uh, with Nikon. I um I've been shooting with a uh, Nikon D750, which which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know I right now I'm primarily shooting with a uh, a 50 mil 50 millimeter prime lens, which is great for food. Mm -hmm. You know I, I do some portraiture with it. Um, but really, uh, you know, my bread and butter, you know, no pun intended, is, is you know, food, cocktails, mm -hmm. events where I'm shooting, you know, some, uh, you know, some people in decor, stuff like that. So, you know, I get away with just using a nice soft uh, millimeter prime lens, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, my, my main, you know, my main goal is the sharpest images I can get while utilizing natural, uh, natural light because... Uh, Natural light definitely reigns supreme when it comes to shooting food and cocktails. For sure. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty minimalist when it comes to camera. I'm not that guy that's gonna lug in a bunch of equipment. I don't have a giant rig, um, and I like it that way. You know. Nice. Yeah. Very good. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Early kid, probably professional baseball player. Yeah. And then as I got a little bit older, I uh, kind of fell out of organized sports and got into things like uh, music and art, girls partying, all that stuff. <laughs> so baseball kind of uh, you know fell on the back burner for a while. And it wasn't until I moved to St. Louis in 99 where I fell back in love with baseball because obviously I saw what a great uh, baseball community it was here and, you know, the love and knowledge uh, shared between, you know, men and women here. It just, you know, it just sucked me right back in. But if, if, I, if I could say, you know, what I wanted to be, you know, earliest remembrance would probably be, like I said, professional professional baseball player. Cool. Because I was, I was too scrawny to play football or anything else. Yeah. But uh, I would say it was there. And then, like I said, as I got older... The art, the art side kind of took over, and I, I always knew I, I, I always saw myself doing something, you know, artistic. You know, I knew yeah. I knew there'd be, you know, I'd be doing something in that capacity. Mm -hmm. Would have never thought that I'd be representing all these great St. Louis, you know, bars and restaurants, but, uh, you know, you just never know. Like I said, I was just able to kind of get plugged into the network and, uh, you know, create a little niche for myself. Mm -hmm. So where are you from? I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually going there uh, in a couple of days for a wedding. Uh, childhood friends getting married, so I'll spend about a week up there hanging Excellent. out with uh, childhood friends. Yeah, I'm Very excited. Good. Pittsburgh's a great city. I, I, I honestly, I, I've been saying for years, there's a ton of similarity between it and uh, St. Louis. Really? Yeah, it's mm. a, it's a great you know blue collar town, sports town. Obviously, love their sports, love their beer. Um, so uh, you know, it, it it's I'm 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 very fortunate that I've been able to say I've split my life between these two places mm -hmm. Pittsburgh and St. Louis nice and what brought you here um really just uh I had some family here that I didn't didn't grow up with um my mom and my brother are down here mm -hmm. so I kind of utilized an opportunity to get get down here get to know them get a little bit more stability in my life I was kind of bouncing around excuse me as a teenager mm -hmm. and so um coming down here and attending SIU although it be briefly 
you know, kind of um, help me achieve some structure. Yeah. Some stability. Uh, and St. Louis has been great, and it's another reason why I love showcasing it so much because it's kind of a way for me to almost, uh, per se, uh, you know, pay back a debt because St. Louis really welcomed me with open arms and provided me with a ton of opportunity right off the bat, mm -hmm. you know. Even though, you know, it was in the, the, the simplest form of just working in bars and restaurants, just, yeah. you know, getting in the industry and meeting so many great people. And I don't know, it just made a good impression on me, and hence why I've been here for 16 years now. Awesome. Cool. How have you seen the restaurant and industry change, like, in the last 10, 15 years? Well, 10, 15 years, I mean, I don't know. I just I just love what's happening, like, with the whole craft movement. It just you're just seeing everything kind of get a little more stripped down simplified which is perfect you know the, that aesthetic is perfect for what i do design and, and photography wise just because i just try to keep things simple try to keep it uh, clean mm -hmm. you know the day and age of a bunch of shiny disco stuff you know and flash websites all that you know th those days are long gone which which you know i think deservedly so um yeah i just i, I love to see that you know that people are really passionate about you know things like you're starting to see a lot of stuff you know obviously the craft beer scene i i think it really speaks for itself sure. um but things like that you know some of these craft cocktail programs and um you know even even some of the prod prod you know products that are getting um you know put together here in st louis that are they're catered to the industry mm -hmm. you know like uh you know my buddy who's doing um knife and flag aprons and my buddies that do snake bite i mean just these are just these are just products that are aimed towards tastemakers and it's just people that really just give a crap you know it's people that are passionate about what they do you know they're just knocking there's not knocking out random products they're knocking out products that are you know catered towards uh a uh a service you know or an industry that i guess again is derived from passion and creativity so no there's a lot of exciting things going on here yeah, there you are know. it's really nice to see everyone collaborating exactly so much. exactly i try to showcase all the collaborations and all my marketing mm -hmm. you know when i have a client that's doing something cool with four hands or schlafly or urban chestnut mm -hmm. you know I, I definitely uh i definitely jump on that to showcase it just because it, sure. it's people want to see that you're working with other tastemakers and other brands because really it just, it just makes a stronger community you definitely know? so you have a dog i do have a dog <laughs> who do you feature a, a anyone, lot anyone who's friends with me or follows me on social media knows that, that i have photos. a dog yeah and what is your dog's name his name is Harley. What type of dog is he? Uh, he's a Chow Lab. Yeah? How long have you had Harley for? Um, I've had him for 10 years now. Yeah? Yes. Did you get him when he was a puppy? Uh, he was 11 months, so yeah, he, he definitely had a lot a lot more spunk in him than he does now. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, you know, he was an 11-month-year-old puppy. I got him from the APA here in Missouri. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely blessed. He's uh, I know everyone's kind of inclined to say they have the best dog ever, but I tell you what, I have the best dog ever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I can travel with him. He's, you know, he's very low maintenance. Yeah. Um, you know, being my own boss is great too because, um, you know, it allows me to spend, you know, a good amount of time with him. And so, uh, you know, he's low maintenance. He's mm -hmm. friendly. He's beautiful. So, yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm definitely blessed in that, uh, in that department. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen you. You take a lot of road trips. I and do. You bring him. I do. Yes. That's awesome. Like I said, I'm I'm very fortunate that uh, I can travel with him. You know, I can take him to large social gatherings. Like I was down at Grub and Groove the other day, mm -hmm. uh, down in Francis Park with mm -hmm. him, and uh, it's great that I can take him to large functions like that because, you know, I can essentially kill two birds with one stone because I can be out enjoying myself and yeah. he's enjoying himself because he's getting all the love in and, you know, every now and then people uh, throw him a piece of chicken or whatever from the grill and like I said, it's it's, it's win win for both of us. Awesome. When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind? The word successful. Yeah. I mean, like a St. Louis tastemaker scene? Anything. Perspective? Someone you know, someone you don't know in your in your field, in another field. I mean, I, you know, it, it's hard for me not to, you know, not to go back to, 
you know, just uh, what I see from a, from a St. Louis tastemaker scene. But, you know, there's, you know, there's just some incredible things happening here. And I think some of the most successful brands here are, are really those ones that just have that great self identity. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, they're not trying to overcomplicate things, you know, like, you know, you know, just off the top of my head, if I was to mention, you know, I mean, one of my clients, you know, the shaved duck, I mean, they've just, they've nailed the whole, um, you know, St. Louis barbecue thing, you know, they're not, you know, there's no pretentiousness, there's none of this or that, it's just really, this is what it is, we've spent a lot of time researching, um, you know, and uh, perfecting our craft, and, uh, and they're receiving the success because of that, you know, it's completely derived from, like I said, just having a good sense of self-identity, but just picking one good thing and just being really good at it, you know, another one is, is you know, Blue City Deli, I mean, they're, they did, they did not reinvent any wheels with that place, but they absolutely kill it just because they make a solid sandwich. There's no pretentiousness. It's always a good vibe. Um, yeah, so, I mean, those are those are definitely some of my favorite brands. And um, like I said, and, and really, it's just based off the simplicity of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any special food memories from growing up? Or drink memories? Uh, special food memories. I mean, really, the, the, the greatest food memories I have, I was, I was raised by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And so uh, things that were so abundant back then that, you know, I certainly took for granted were always going to be like, you know, like most people's grandparents. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but it's like having fresh produce on the windowsill all the time. You know, that's a memory I have that, you know, just uh, makes me certainly appreciate a lot more now uh, now that I'm older. But always just having, you know you know, fresh produce from the, from the, from the garden, you know, like I said, always ripening uh, tomatoes sitting on the windowsill, fresh cucumbers, all that stuff. Those are some of my favorite memories, you know, because, uh, that stuff, obviously that I have to go out and seek out now that I'm older, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, it was that, and it was, uh, you know, it just, my grandmother, she, you know, like I said, like most grandmothers, she killed it in the kitchen, you know, and, and I was certainly spoiled. I was certainly spoiled because I lived with her up until I was 16. And then when she passed, I was, you know, I, I was pretty much out on my own. And so, you know, there weren't a lot of home-cooked meals from the time I was 16 and 19 mm-hmm. from, uh, from until I moved here to St. Louis. So uh, those are probably my best memories, like I said, is uh, all those great home-cooked meals and, like, the fresh produce from the garden mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Cool. And now when I go back to Pittsburgh, it's not so much, you know, fresh produce as it is uh, delicious bar food when I'm out hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. But they have some delicious spots out there, too, that's for sure. Awesome. Do you have culinary talents? Did I do you, not. No. I do not. I mean, I, I grill. I grill a lot of proteins and I saute uh, a lot of vegetables. But you know what? I, uh, you know, I have I have ten clients that uh, that I, I work some trade with. So I, I eat very well. I, I eat very well. Um, you know, I'm 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 very blessed in that. Yeah, I had I cook some eggs in the morning with some bacon and like I said, I'll uh, I'll grill some proteins. But really, that's like the extent of my culinary uh, mastery right there. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in learning but I just finding the time anymore yeah, oh man it's, sure. it's crazy there's just enough not enough hours in the day anymore mm-hmm. but I, I kind of leave that to, you know I leave that to my clients and okay. uh, and their uh, you know their sous and their other uh, exec chefs that's right they, they can help us out yeah. for sure <laughs> do, do you have any interests or hobbies that no one would ever suspect about you interest or hobbies um something you do I don't know I'm pretty I mean as you know I'm pretty transparent on the uh, social media mm-hmm. so yeah traveling baseball food St. Louis yeah it's, it's all there I can't really think of anything that people uh, wouldn't suspect no I can't yeah. really think of anything I, I'm, I'm an open book an open I'm an book. open book yeah okay cool <laughs> do, do you have any documentaries that really resonate with you or movies documentaries yeah. um 
I probably watched that Happy People documentary like 50 times just because it, it's just so gorgeous uh, out in Siberia. Um, mm-hmm. And just like I said, the, the, the simplistic life that they leave out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's, that's kind of one that I've watched, again, you know, probably 50 times over the last year. On Netflix. Is it a recent film? Um, it's a Warner Herzog uh, documentary. I, I want to say it probably came out a couple years ago. Okay. But it's just one that really resonated um, with me. Just like I said, just the simplicity of, you know, these people that are living out in Siberia and just, you know, they, they basically have like a very minimal set of tools mm-hmm. and they're just out there and I guess you could say off the grid per se. Yeah. But which is kind of ironic that it would be one of my, you know, favorite documentaries because it's a complete contrast to how I live, which is yeah. obviously on the grid. Um, but no, I love, I love that. I, I love, you know, anything that, um, um, is re- relative to travel food, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, there, there's very few documentaries you could put in front of me that I probably wouldn't find interest in. Okay. I'm that easy. <laughs> All right. Do you have a particular book or books that you've gifted a lot to people? You know, I'm not really a gift giver in, in, in regards to material things. I'm that guy that's going to take you out for dinner or take you out for a hike and then we'll go out for drinks afterwards mm-hmm. so yeah i'm uh i'm that guy i'm that guy. <laughs> just gonna i mean even like even like just recently like you know my mom asked me what i wanted i, I celebrated a birthday in june and my mom hit me up and she was just like yeah what do you want for uh what do you want for your birthday and i'm like get out of here i'm a 36 year old man i don't want <laughs> i don't want anything from you i was like take me out for a steak you know and then mm-hmm. because that that's just the way i do it is if we're gonna celebrate let's go out let's have some uh some eats and some drinks, you know, let's have a, let's have an experience, you know, rather than, I'm not really trying to, uh, figure out what, uh, what kind of clothes people will like or what kind of like their, their books they might like. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm usually the guy that's just going to take you out and buy, uh, five shots of whiskey and get you in trouble. Uh, so what do you do when you're not working, when you're not photoing? Um, well, like, like you touched on, um, you know, I'm, I'm able to travel yeah. quite frequently and, mm-hmm. you know, that's the photography that, uh, is the, the most creatively stimulating for me. I mean, I, I love shooting photos of food and cocktail and, you know, uh, events, people, all that good stuff. But really when I'm out traveling and I can kind of just shut off a little bit, disconnect, um, that's what keeps me going. Because, you know, for me to be able to take these trips and do a little bit of work from the road, but really just, um, you know, just hike with my dog and, you know, take these uh, photos of landscapes and stuff, that's how I'm able to really just kind of disconnect and then reset. And then when I come back to St. Louis, you know, I... Um, you know, hit the ground running again, you know, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, I do a fair amount of travel, um, I do, uh, you know, I love my St. Louis Cardinals, I, lo- I love going to the stadium, I love watching baseball, mm-hmm. um, you know, I-, I stay fairly active, you know, I try to uh, be out hiking with my dog, walking my dog, you know, try to get some workouts in there, mm-hmm. but uh, but really, you know, when I'm not working, I'm just still kind of out and about, out in, out in St. Louis, you know, mm-hmm. um, Taking in delicious meals and delicious cocktails, and you know, I'm a social butterfly. I like to I like to be out as well, but uh, that that's, I'd say that's about it. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you travel to the same places, or do you try to go different places every, each time? You know, I've I've been quite enamored with the Southwest for for quite a while now. Yeah. I uh, made my first trip through there, uh, you know, a handful of years ago, and it just it did something to me. It just there's something spiritual going on with the Southwest that uh, the desert calls me back at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was just there a couple months ago with my dog. You know, I just stay in Moab for a couple of days, um, continue uh, continue further into Utah. You know, I was, I'm a big advocate of national parks. So, you know, I spent a lot of time in Canyonlands, Zion, um, spent a lot of time up at Arches. Um, 
but you know there, there's 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 a ton of areas too that uh you know i'd love to check out i i, I really haven't been up to northeast all that much mm-hmm. pittsburgh is as far east as i get mm-hmm. um but yeah i'd love to check out new york and maine and all that stuff and um but really like i don't know like i said there's just something about the desolate beauty of the southwest it just uh it just enamors me so i go out there for like i said just to kind of i don't know just to kind of reset a little bit you yeah know? that's definitely one of my just favorite spots time. for that you know, just, you know, something about, you know, standing over a giant canyon or in the middle of a desert in Death Valley or just, I, I love how, how small it can make you feel and it right. makes you realize how, uh, how relevant some of the things that we get caught up in really is, you know. Yeah. You were there, what, like two months ago? I was, yeah. Okay. Very yeah, cool. just uh, two weeks just out in the desert with my dog and, you know, some people test themselves by, you know, running marathons or doing mud runner and stuff like that. I just go out to the desert with my dog with no plans or... You know, very minimal preparations, which again is is a test, and I enjoy that. You know, I just, you know, it's more of an adventure that way. I'm not a real big like set itinerary guy. Mm-hmm. I'll just literally roll out there with my dog and some camping gear and my camera, and just kind of go where the week takes me. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the pictures you posted from there were really beautiful. Thank nice you. stuff. What's a TV game show that you would like to be on? A TV game show. Yeah. Um, Anything you watch when you were a kid? Uh, my grandmother was a big fan of Prices Right, so I think I could. Uh, I don't know. I think I could kill that Plinko game if that's even still a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I it's still. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, maybe about I haven't once watched a month. it. Yeah. I know Drew Carey took over the reins uh, yes. quite some time ago. Uh-huh. Game show though. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably be more uh, more set for something like Prices Right. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy who just. Uh, who was on uh, Ninja Warrior last year? Really? Yeah, so he's he's on the other end of the spectrum of <laughs> competitive TV shows. Wow. I'm more. Uh, I think I'm more uh, more set for something a little more, little slower speed like yeah, uh, more Price, mind right? games. Yeah, right. Was that here in St. Louis or a different? City? No, actually, they filmed it in Pittsburgh. It's one of my oh. one of my childhood friends from Pittsburgh. It's actually who I'll be staying with uh, wow. on Wednesday night when I arrive in Pittsburgh. But yeah, he made it on the Ninja Warrior, and he's he's like you know oh, a human cow. human Mario brother. He's just climbing on this stuff and. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting just watching. Them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Do you have any asks or requests for the people listening? As cliche as it sounds, I guess just you know support local. Just uh, again, we have, we have incredible things happening right now in the tastemaker scene, and you know I I know not everyone you know has a ton of money to be spending out. You know, spending out but... <laughs> Waffles. <laughs> but he he agrees with me. His tail's yeah, wagging. For... <laughs> but uh, but you know it would it would just be that it just you know I mean just. The loyalty that you know, um, it just it just goes so far, and it just you know everyone benefits from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know if I could if I could really just kind of promote anything, and that's what I do, you know, daily, you know, through my job is just you know supporting local is huge. Yeah. Um, again, just especially considering the fact that there's so many great things happening. I mean, it doesn't even matter cuisine, food, uh, you know, cuisine, cocktails. I mean, beer. I mean, there's just some delicious things happening right now. There so. are. Uh, again, I'm glad to support. I'm glad to showcase it. I'm glad to represent it. So, mm-hmm. lots of choices. For sure, for yeah. sure. It's kind of a good problem to have. You know, you know. Yeah. Okay. So I guess last thing, Ed, unless there's anything else you want to say, is where can people find you online and and in person? Uh in person. Again, I, I frequent a lot of my clients. You know, mm-hmm. I um, you know, I uh, I do all the stuff for, you know, shaved dust, Scottish arms, Manja, Frasers. Yumanji Brazil. I mean, I'm I'm really all over. Um, so you'll find me at a lot of my clients' establishments because I really feel that you know I I serve as far more as just a um, 
you know, a, a digital marketer or photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I, I certainly serve as more of a brand ambassador because I'm out there promoting, you know, these brands. I'm out there talking about them through, you know, whatever regular conversations or consultations. And uh, I'm there at the physical location, like I said, just uh, taking things in and, you know, enjoying myself for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's You'll either find me there or you'll probably find me at Tower Grove Park uh, with my dog. But, uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, I'm, I'm around, you know, people, people see me on about for sure, but, uh, I would say that's it, you know. Okay, cool. And where can people find you online? Uh, my website is, uh, allornothing.com. Um, but you know, I'm all over the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all that stuff too. But, um, yeah, uh, all my work is, uh, you know, my portfolio is, uh, www.allornothing.com. So I guess you could say, uh, you could find me there. Mm-hmm. And what's your <laughs> handle on Instagram? Oh, it's allornothing.com, spelled out. Okay. And it's, it's not all or, so how... Oh, it's my last name. Yeah. It's A-L-L-E-R, okay. allornothing.com. Cool. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, Ed, thanks for coming over. Of course. Thanks for Thank talking you so much shop. for I me. appreciate it. Yes. Hey, and always. it's nice to finally meet you. You too. This you is too. good. My all right. Blood. Well, cheers. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have you rated and reviewed this podcast on iTunes yet? It would be really cool if you did. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Thanks. Bye.